because a lot of people are going to move right now. A lot of agents are going to jump around and go, grass is always greener because it's yeah. tough. How do we ensure they're A, coming to our team, and B, making sure ours are active and productive? Well, we got to teach them how we generate. I'm Robert Sullivan. I'll be your host today. Uh, but that's not important. What's important is today we have Brian Eisenhower here with us. Uh, Brian, say hi to our audience. We're excited to have you here. Hey, everybody. Hi, Robert. Uh, great to be here as always. We're here today with Brian. Uh, we were actually just a bunch of our guys. I didn't get to go, but a bunch of our guys got to hang out with Brian last week. He had a great event going on. Uh, Brian is a uh, an amazing coach, and we're excited to have you here. Brian, for those that might not know you, most probably do, but if you could just give us a quick introduction, and then we'll jump in and talk about teams and diversifying uh, your strategy. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Uh, thanks. It was, it was great having you guys at our annual conference, too. Um, yeah, I, I have, a, you know, I, I'm a founder and, and of a uh, real estate coaching and uh, training company. And we've got a team of coaches. We've got about 35 coaches and we coach hundreds of, of, of the highest producing agents, teams and and broker managers pretty much across North America, a little bit beyond. There's an international feel, I suppose. And, and we also create a, a lot of training systems, um, online training platforms for a lot of them and their teams and, and, and the general public as well. Introducing the Custom Training Suite, your company's own custom branded training website loaded with Eisenhower Coaching's vast library of powerful training courses for real estate agents, teams, and brokerages that include your own custom course creation, manager dashboards and reporting, and even course certifications and designations, all on a custom branded website ICC creates for you. We provide robust coursework and diverse options for learning video lessons, audio lessons, tools, and the plug and play high level systems that ICC is known for. You can also create your own customized training courses specific to more localized training topics like office file compliance, local MLS systems, your own CRM training, and new agent orientation and onboarding. The Custom Training Suite is your own custom branded training website that is changing the game for real estate companies and teams everywhere. I want to say this about Brian. I talk to coaches and top producing agents every week, but Brian taught a FISBO strategy last year that is to date the best FISBO strategy um, out there, I think, and shared some materials on on uh, on how to help them out. But I've learned from Brian uh, with all of the coaches that I have on, and so I'm excited to have you here and uh, and kind of where we wanted to start is and and we'll go where where this takes us but uh, where we've been talking about is real estate teams and the importance of diversifying right now but maybe you can even just start by helping all of us understand uh, your thoughts because you're in industry every day on where we're at as an industry and what agents um, maybe there's some that are fearful right now maybe there's some that are hopeful but just kind of share what uh, what you've been sharing with your coaches about where we're at. Well, I mean, I think we've seen, you know, industry-wide, um, the, the amount of sales volume, despite home prices re remaining quite resilient and stable, the amount of total sales volume has has declined to, 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 to very low levels over the last couple of years. And, um, and that, you know, that, that has decreased um, the available 
commission dollars from the very peak. And mind you, it was a high peak, also stimulated by a lot of, uh, of, of COVID and, and motivation to, for people to move. Um, you know, put it up there quite high. But, you know, we're seeing, you know, sales volume drop quite a bit, 25% um, for the current year. And we're likely going to see a pretty dark winter. Um, there's still a lack of inventory. You, you know, there's been still some settling in on the interest rates. There's some uncertainty in the economy. There's all those things. Uh, but most are, you know, on the on the horizon, a lot of people, myself included, think it's going to be um, a very active spring of 2024. So I do like that, but I, but I'll tell you right now, here's the problem. And this was our talk at our, at our real estate conference because um, at ICC, Eisenhower coaching and consulting, we do have the pleasure of coaching so many of the highest producing agents, teams, and brokerage owners in any community. So they get together and they talk and they have this really good pulse. So all the leaders of those, of those, of those forces, come together and it's kind of generally the same everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, and so the, it's kind of neat to hear from them and, and collaborate on this. And one of the things we're talking about is so important to get into growth. Um, if we get into a perspective where we're just cutting costs and quitting here and moving companies or moving teams, those are all lateral moves. The key is, We've got to get back to work, and 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 teams do that one of two ways. At least the leader does, okay. The leader does, and and and, and these are okay. Both of these are okay with me, okay. Number right. one, there. You know, we are going to talk about diversifying their lead sources here, but this has to do with the market. Here's what they've done, or are currently doing, or will start doing. Here's a projection, a prediction that's just going to shake a lot of people. Here's how you get a B in my grace, not an A, but you get a B. You're gonna, you get through it okay. I got you. I'm, you know, bump fish your bump, let's go. Here's how you get an A. If you didn't do one of these two things, you just cut a bunch of costs. We took a lot of steps back that we have to go forward on if you still want to get more income and get more leverage and, and not working as, as much down the future as, as an owner of a company. So what we're doing as we push forward for more income through increased lead generation sources uh, and more leverage through training other people or pushing ourselves is to try to generate more income through others. Yet when the income source drops down, we get a little bit lazy and then it's mm -hmm. time to push. Otherwise we start firing people. We can start laying people off on our brokerage on our team. Um, we can start going backwards. We can start discontinuing marketing. We can cancel lead sources, <laughs> marketing sources, advertising sources, all that. And that's going the wrong direction. Yeah. Now you're just securing a future where you work harder, harder and harder <laughs> and harder. And, and, and your springs and summers every year are a nightmare even less the time you want to spend with your family or doing whatever you want to do, you know, um, you're going to have to push through the winter and the fall to keep yourself balanced, to keep your organization balanced. We have to teach your agents to do that. 
And there's lots of ways to do it. And they all work and they've already been here too. And the fact that they could be new to your team, it just adds another pillar to diversify through a long winter. Last winter was that way for a lot of people too. And we found that, you know, we were spending a lot of our team. We didn't realize how many of our, our big teams weren't capitalized. Like they didn't, they didn't save months of operating income. So they didn't have to slash all the tires to get through a very slow winter due to seasonality. And then, you know, suddenly increasing mm-hmm. rates and, and low inventory, you know, all that. They just didn't have the money in reserves. So we're working through that. And then we're also working through, well, wait a minute, how do we keep these agents occupied in the business? Because a lot of people are going to move right now. A lot of agents are going to jump around and go, grass is always greener because it's yeah. tough. How do we ensure they're A, coming to our team and B, making sure ours are active and productive? Well, we got to teach them how to lead generate. Right. We got to diversify. Right. So all these new sources at ICC, we provide them training in all the sources. And then, of course, we partner with you guys all the time. And, and, and <laughs> you're right. the source uh, of, <laughs> of so many of their of, of, of their sources. Uh, and I think other people can learn from that, too. Uh, that way, when we come out of this thing, plus you're going to have a lot of fishing poles in the water when we get over a big school of fish um, (laughs) in spring or summer of 2024. Um, Because boy, you're going to have lots of people that are lead generating and you're going to be ready to go and you're going to pick it all up. But if you're still discontinuing or rolling up your sleeve and getting into production more yourself, or you started showing buyers again, or you started even taking listings again, or, you know what I mean? You fired your buyer's agents. Who knows? (laughs) I give you a B, but you're not an A. An A, an A is really tough. They're rare. Um, and that, that, that's kind of what we've been doing with our clients is getting them not to take a bunch of stuff forward, not to cut a lot of costs, continue to leverage, to continue to step out of production, continue to grow, continue to recruit, continue to add lead sources and just run real lean. And the ones that are capitalized or could quickly get capitalized did that and they continued to grow through that and we saw a lot of those in my conference and that's so you know regardless it doesn't really that's an a i mean keep on doing what you're doing fist bump just diversify further if you want but we're going to show you how and for the bees out there great job man you kept it alive you went back to sleep that's why i gave you a b but you could but you do have (laughs) to get caught up and and put some pieces back because you cut back a little bit you know yeah Yeah, and 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 i think that's super super important because we are thinking about uh, a time in the market when it is going to slow down a bit, um, but we're expecting it to get busy again. And if you slow down when the market slows down, then you're going to be behind when the market picks back up. And and so that's that is what we're talking about, right? Is like so how do we not slow down when the market's slowing down? What what uh, strategies and tactics should people be looking at right now, even though it's going to get a little bit slower, so that their business stays consistent uh, through the seasonality but also is ready to go in the fall when things are expected to pick back up. Right. Well, I mean, I, you know what, all th- th- there's a bevy and it really depends on what your team or even agent, you know, what you're doing right now. Right. So here's, you know, so let me tell you what, you know, at its core, we always coach our agents, even on any team, to always be working their sphere of influence and building that, like building the, you know, that I just want to make sure I get that out of the way. Yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of obvious. No matter what you do. That and it's right. But I just want to make sure. So we are always making sure every age on the team is always developing and growing their sphere, staying in contact with it, whether it's, 
whether it's really working or not, I don't know. But if they're doing the activity, we, you know, we want to make sure that they're doing that. And that's a focus on our team. We're not getting them wholly dependent on some outside lead source, just not healthy. And you'll, you'll generate too much team turnover. So we always want to make sure they're building their SOI. And, and part of that will be done through their prospecting efforts and that, you know, but we want to also have them doing some efforts outside of that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a bunch of different ways to generate leads on top of that. And there's tons of them. And the most popular recently has been online leads, purchasing online leads. Um, and you know, a lot of that, that industry has really boomed. I'm, I'm dating myself, but I've been in it for, for more than 30, for more than three decades. I'm in, I'm in my fourth decade. Um, and, and, you know, I'm also, that makes me a Gen Xer, which means I'm in, I'm, I'm that unique guy that's split evenly in between pre-internet post-internet. So I'm, so I'm techie. But I still have remember and use cassette tapes, you know, like <laughs> so it's kind of that. Um, so the, the online lead became very popular, kind of when teams became popular, to be mm, perfectly yeah. honest with you. And it really wasn't. I mean, they were around, but they I don't think they were a big, big deal until 2007, eight, somewhere in there. That's when they got real big. You know, that's when, that's when the concept got real big and, and they still are big and I still like them and I'm not saying they're bad, but it's kind of a, they're kind of a problem right now. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, because there's less people looking online, higher interest rates, there's less to look at, you know what I mean? Um, it, it's like, there's less, you know, all of a sudden they're not as, you know, they're, they're, there aren't as many of them. They're not as reliable source. Yeah. And which is okay because to me, I mean, people call them, it's like, well, it's people that want to look for houses online. It kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah, they may not want to use you or see them or, you know, they may not, you know what I mean? They, they may not want you to call them um, depending on the type of lead online um, that you're getting. Um, but the, but you, I will tell you this, you will have to call to convert that lead a lot more time. Yep. And that's the, that's the case with, with inbound marketing or inbound, excuse me, inbound uh, yep. prospecting. They call it prospecting for a reason. And that's because you are calling these leads that allegedly want to talk to you. Yeah, uh, And some of them do. Many do not, right? Do you have that graphic? Um, yeah, graphic? let's pull it up. And we do have people just listening, so we'll walk through the graphic. Let me just show you all these, just to give you an idea here. It's a lot. I call this the online lead source funnel. We use this when we coach some of our, you know, ISA teams for our clients or, or uh, you know, uh, any solo agent prospecting as well, too. They'll, they'll take a look at this as an option, but understands a lot more phone calls than outbound prospecting, right? Uh, a whole lot more. Um, so I just want to put the, I always put the reality out there to people that think that buying a bunch of leads is going to do it for them. Yeah. Um, it does work very well, but you know, it's going to take a lot of work too. understand that. I always, yep. you know, I always think you're going to get like a, you know, uh, you get what you pay for. Um, right. So, you know, at the top, if you're doing a, you know, force registration leads, are up here at the top, right? Uh, there's Facebook force registration and Google force uh, 
force registration. Those are um, Google pay-per-click. Um, so you're paying for leads to be run on Facebook or, or Google. Um, and you got to do it right. You know, there's people that do that and themselves and there's, there's pros that know how to do it. So we got to make sure we got a pros knows how to do it. That's number one. Um, so you will have to pay for them. Right. But, um, you know, those are very low conversion rates. We're talking, you know, typically most top teams on the Facebook, you know, they get a one to 2% conversion yep. rate, which means you get a hundred leads. They may give you a hundred leads. Okay. Just understand that only one to two of them is going to be any good. 98% is really, really bad. And, and, um, and something else on the chart is that it's one year out. So there's still not immediate, immediate closing, right? Absolutely. You got to stay with them. So you have to have organized CRM systems and processes to stay with them over time so that you have a follow-up campaign because it's all follow-up, right? Yeah. I mean, actually, in theory, your first call is supposed to be follow-up. And understand those are forced registration, which means... You know, someone wants to see a house online somewhere um, that was marketed by whoever you're paying to market these, wherever you get these forced registration leads. And it's the vast majority of them. It's your cheapest leads, right? Usually anywhere from 6 to 10 to $12 a, a lead. And they're usually through your CRM company or, or, um, or uh, you can buy them just about anywhere. Um, and... And, and they'll market them for you and generate leads for you and, and they will come and, and, and uh, either way they have to give their uh, their phone number and and or their email address they're forced to register yeah. to actually look at the homes and boy tons of people do it it is kind of crazy but they do and then you call them and they're like whoa i didn't ask for any help or anything so <laughs> it is a low conversion rate for that reason and the same is true with google ppc it's a little higher conversion rate because at least on google people are like typing in words like hey you know show me some houses in that area so you know it, you know it's people that are actually not expecting to see, you know, uh, uh, an advertisement for a house pop in their newsfeed on Facebook, right? Premium yeah. portal leads, when you move down to the third level, they, they're a little bit sooner. They're three months out. But, I mean, those are freaking, you know, $200 a lead. We're talking Zillow, yeah. stuff like that. Um, conversion rate still pretty low, though. I mean, it's, you know, like I look at that 7 to 12% conversion rate on a lot of those i would say on average you can do better we definitely have a lot of teams we go should do better than that but i mean even that wow can you imagine getting five leads you don't convert in a row <laughs> um and you're paying 250 bucks let's say depending on where you live yeah um, for each of them or something like that or you know um, or you could be doing their their uh, referral program if you're in one of their select areas but again you're paying 35 percent yeah. sometimes yeah. on that and then yeah, you move down to google local service ads where you're where you're actually um getting paid per referral um you should definitely sign up with google to do that but those are come few and far between you got to have tons of reviews like some top 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 teams you got to really work on getting your google reviews up and when they come you just pay as they come and those are great but you better be number one in your area on reviews or number two or number three, which means you're going to need hundreds and then some metros, thousands of them. But if you do, you will get tons of listings. Yeah. That's why we throw them out there to listings and buyers. Uh, but that's what that is. Either way, so the, other than paying a gazillion dollars or getting number one on reviews over two or three years, online leads are very low conversion rates. Um, you know, you know, outbound prospecting, Totally different. Now we can get that screen off. We can. All stop, right. Yeah. Stop. To, uh, yeah. So now, yeah, we'll talk about uh, diversifying then, or or what we find with our yeah. what what we can have our teams doing on an outbound effort. 
because and I love that. I love that about press passing. It works, and a lot of teams do use it. And then, the, and the, you know, and then that's how they get their teams' feet wet. And but they're they're calling a ton, and then they're moving up and putting them putting them on the premium portals. Maybe if they get really good at their conversion rates or something like that. That's that's fine, and that's good, and that works. And tons of people's teams do that. But now other teams are saying, you know what, I. Why not start outbound prospecting, adding divisions, having my ISAs start doing it? Why not? Why not prospect? There are not nearly as many calls. Yeah. Um, you know, it's worked for years. It works really well right now. Um, it's been working. Um, it's just because it's been going for a while, and, and uh, technology has made it very good, very easy, very effective. Really has made it high tech. So um, we've been pushing people that direction in a big way, and that's all we're doing. Our my all my coaches are on it, and they're we're trying yeah. to get them out there training and coaching. It just so happens we help with those materials, right? Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, so we're. We're pushing everybody, get more, you know, fishing poles in the water. Let's start, you know, let's start pushing and moving right now with all the different sources out there. That's the plan, you know. That, yeah, and, and, I, and I like this idea of all the fishing poles in the water, right? Especially if we're looking at, hey, we do expect a little bit of a slowdown and, and, and honestly a return to seasonality, right? The seasonality right. used to be common uh, since COVID and, and, and where the market just went nuts. It uh, didn't, uh, you didn't see it as much the last couple of years, but we're expecting this return to seasonality, a slow winter. And so you put all these fishing poles out there, you put all these different, not, ju not just online, not just expires, not fizzbos, but trying all of them at the same time. While, uh, so then when spring comes around, you've got a full pipeline and the market starts to, to, to get back in the seasonality of recovery. Right. Yeah. I mean, now imagine, I mean, we're really working out with outbound prospecting. It really should be done with inbound prospecting as well, too, if you're buying leads as well, too. But we're helping the agents. You know, we do need to track and we do need to have dashboards. But all of a sudden, our scoreboards for our team. So every week, you know, our teams are, or, you know, even our brokerages, too, they're, they're meeting with either agents individually or their or, or they're, they're productivity coaches are meeting with them or the agents are. And, and we're looking at dashboards and, and you can see different agents and are, are, are doing different lead generation sources. It's not just the same stuff all the time. Yeah. So many agents don't diversify. They've got their SOI in there. Maybe they're taking some online leads. Maybe they're taking some little leads. But what if, you know, why not prospect for expired? You know, why not uh, prospect for FISBOs, like you said? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, why not around open houses? Have your team calling around open houses. And we're tracking that on the dashboard, each of these different ones or we're calling around trying to generate other sellers, other interests to it. Um, um, what's your product for that? You've got the you, oh, you geo leads. Yeah. Geo leads. Yeah. I love that one too. So, you know, you get their email addresses, you get their phone numbers, you can even door knock around them and too with all this information. There's so many different ways to lead generate around your open houses, look like a rock star <laughs> to your, your sellers from a customer service standpoint that you do all this, you know, cause you believe that you ultimately find 
the buyer from the house oftentimes is a friend or family member of somebody who already lives in the neighborhood. So you're marketing yeah. around that too. You're not just going to put a sign in the yard waiting for some other agent to do it. You're going to you're going to beat the bushes and try to get multiple offers going. You know, get their price up. So we're going to show how hard we work as a customer service around these. You know, it, you know, it's kind of the same concept with farming too. We're using geo leads in, in a geographic area. It's a way to create a farm actually. Get in there, we get your name. Yep, warning. exactly. So you successfully sell, you show proof of that. Just sold size uh, type of stuff, you know. Uh, it becomes yours, right? Um, those geo leads become powerful because now we can, you know, we can market, uh, you know, to them in advance of the open house. Uh, and it's all coming across as customer service you provide for their neighbor whose home you have listed, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you can set them up on listing e-alerts with your MLS or your CRM system. But to do that, you have to have all their email addresses. You're going you're gonna to get a large percentage of those through GeoLeads. Yeah. You know? um, and that's, uh, it's just powerful what you can do from a marketing, from a marketing around open houses, from a farming that people don't know about. And, you know, here's a winter that's cold. Why not set up those systems? Why not coaching on how to get that set up? Why not get some administrative support to start, you know, setting it up? Why don't you yourself start setting it up? Why don't we start training the agents on it? Why don't we choose one of these different sources as well, too? Um, diversifying all these. I mean, you know, it could be getting a luxury agent on your team, you know, a luxury division targeting certain higher price. And that's really, you know, the way we typically do that is we got to assume the luxury agent has some sort of social luxury database already or and or we're going to target a geographic neighborhood that's luxury yeah. if we're going to do that then um again we're just back to the database and farming it's just you know we're gonna maybe do, yeah. do things a little fancier and so and, um so i've got a question it might be a little up because we're talking about diversifying and trying yeah. all of the all of the different areas but are you getting any feedback from your coaches that like uh, that there's a specific lead type or specific type of prospecting that's doing really well right now or is for sure the message have a team or even as an individual, like you said, keep all efficient poles in the water, do as many as you can. I'll be honest with you. Um, they all are doing pretty well right now. They, they really are. They're all pretty balanced. I mean, I think um, it depends where you live, though. If there's an area, you know, if you're in a luxury market. Or in an area that, you know, luxury is very fickle, right? So, you know, luxury gets overvalued pretty quickly. And, and, <laughs> and when they start saying the word recession in the overall economy, even though prices are pretty stable in the real estate industry. Yeah. Um, you know, people people in luxury areas, you know, they, they see all their, their 401ks going down and things like that. So they, they tend to not buy and they stay put, right? So less of them sell. Yeah. Right um so less of them sell and 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 that brings median home prices in certain areas and, and that and that so luxury can be a little tougher in certain markets in those um but prospecting for expires in those areas are fabulous mm -hmm. so many times listings aren't going to sell so people are just sitting and a lot of people have tried it this last summer and it's been tougher in a lot of luxury markets right yeah um, I don't, you know, you know, especially real like Los Angeles, you know what I mean? Like the high end West Los Angeles, tough, you know, the, you know, the, the, if it's in the, the fancier regions, expireds have been fabulous in those. We yeah, have, we have some, we, it is crazy. I, I was talking to one guy 
he prospects for expires in West LA. His average price. I mean, people think, oh, that's trashy. That's expired <laughs> telemarketing. His average price is five million. Oh my goodness. Calling expires. Is he a luxury yeah. agent? I don't know. Is your is your pri average price five million? He sells about 30 of them a year. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's you know what I mean? Uh you know, he's got a couple of buyer side agents, you know, and, and it goes from there. And how powerful is that though? I mean, it just works everywhere, but there's, yeah. so, so any place, other places where expired works are, you know, like the Boise, Idaho's or any, any, you know, or the Austin's places that got a little overinflated yeah. on prices like this whole, you know, maybe too many people from California came to your particular <laughs> city or something, whatever brought them, drew, yeah. drew, drew the prices up. Um, too much uh maybe nashville i don't know any places where you know certainly your luxuries but you know generally yeah. speaking you're okay if you get close to the median home price but if you get too far above the median home price those prices are unstable which means there's a lot of expired there's people have been waiting too long that didn't sell and they've been waiting and they still haven't they should they didn't sell at all now they want to and you know, calling those old expires is very, very powerful right now. There's tons of those people just uncertain what to do, but they've been sitting, sitting still way too long. And there, there's tons of those. So that's probably the probably the most popular, unique one. But I'll be, I we 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 have success with expires in every market. You know, the whole yeah. idea that it fluctuates that much. Now, um, <laughs> you know, because more and more people will start doing this, and you know, you have more competition for them and things like that. But I, I think they're great. I think that. If I I can say with expires, a lot of people don't know this about me, but if I were to quit, go back to, I haven't sold real estate in forever, but if I were to go back to selling real estate myself, I would quickly work on my sphere of influence and I would prospect for expires. That's what I would do to this day. Yeah. I've seen it all. And I just think that's, I can get the most listings, which I want more than buyers. That's another thing about outbound prospecting. You can get listings where on board, you know, you do get some sellers, yeah you're getting buyer side which is much yeah. less valuable you know uh, oh, more so listings sellers where it's at yeah listings are a lot less time and a lot more money man. <laughs> yeah. so um but i prospect for expires because i think if you do it correctly if you master the skills which does take time and practice and a lot of frustration where most people quit but if you get good at it, it's the least work to get a listing in real estate um i'll, I'll just say that right now it yeah, is, i love that it's the best, but it take you got to get good at it. So I, I'm a big fan of it, and I like it. that's what I would do. Um, it's not for everybody, um, but it does work. And we, and we coach and train these all at ICC, um, every single one of them, because you know our clients either do it or they have to teach their agents to do it too. So we provide yeah, and and we do have people that want to know more about you, and and we're running out a little bit out of time here too. So where can they go to find out more about your coaching? Uh, people that want to want to find out more about you, about your coaching, uh, where where should we be sending people? Uh, that you know, go to our website, Eisenhower Coaching. That's I C E N H O W E R Coaching. dot com. All uh, right, simple uh, as that. Go check where, us and out. And then and then, what's your uh, what's the last word as as your a uh, uh, word of wisdom as we as we wrap up today, Brian? Man, stay growth oriented and get busy in the fall. Focus on the activities. Figure out what you're going to do to generate a lot of business. Remember, um, this is from a Californian to all of you. You must be paddling hard to catch the wave when it comes. 
in spring in 2024, but you got to be paddling. So let's do that this winter. I love it. Everyone, Brian, again, thank you so much for your time and everyone else have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at EisenhowerCoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R.com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.